Hey guys, me, Bob Wolf from the Wolf Den here. Listen, uh, I was just made aware this is a family-friendly zone. Gotta tell you, gotta be real. Said the F word a lot in this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> You're gonna want to hide the kids for this when we get a real saucy here. <laughs> sorry about it. Not sorry at all. Last episode, 250, going out with a bang. It's true. Mm-hmm. I also partook. After he said, after like Bob's fat fluency, I was like, "All right, let's do it." You might want to, you might want to blank warned. out that one right there because it would be in the first mm-hmm. couple seconds of the podcast you on YouTube. Do. Even though it doesn't matter, it's not monetized. Who cares? Anyway, uh, do all, <laughs> listen to the podcast. Goodbye. Yo. Yay. What up? Hello, we're mm-hmm. here. Everybody but Dan, because OBS does not like your feed at <laughs> all. Anyway, what welcome back to Directly <laughs> to You. It's the Redirect Podcast. It's episode 250, <laughs> the last normal episode you'll ever see, ever. Ever. Mm-hmm. I'm AJ. I'm joined by Parker. We're collectively Hello. redirect. And we are also collectively joined by Bob Wolf from Wolf Den. Boo. Hey, and Dan Sire from that Cyber Channel. <laughs> That's me. Mm-hmm. Also, mm-hmm. their Twitters are on the screen if you're watching the video version. They do stuff. They make videos. Where's my threads? Where's my threads? Uh, at? Where's the threads? Is the same thing? It's the same thing. No, it's the Wolf Den. Oh my god. I consolidated because Will left me. Fair enough. Fair enough. Oh, and, and Parker just... Parker also did me wrong, man. Because uh, I was I had yeah. to make the lower thirds again. And this man put it's parker the deal instead of parker it's because deal. instagram somebody already had parker deal on instagram like forever ago it's the only place that i don't get to have my own name and it was like oh we've already got you covered it's the it's parker the deal i'm like that's not what i wanted yeah and i'm bob, sure the other one's bob there wolf, so bob wolf on instagram is the guy from adobe the like oh yeah wait really yeah. yeah and he has like two pictures and it's him and his family from like 10 years ago Mm. Yeah, I hate to see it. I remember. Hate to that. see family. You know, gross. I remember that whole fiasco. Wanna, they don't want to see him and his family. They want to <laughs> see me and my little console <laughs> with my little modded and consoles and my clear When he got Bob Wolf, that wasn't true yet. <laughs> so mm, good point. So good so point. it works out. But anyway, we're here to talk about Nintendo's financial stuff because that's always fun. That's always a good oh, time yeah. to talk about. That's the thing that they did. It's not, I mean, it's good news for them, but there's also some cringe here. There's also some mm-hmm. cringe here. So, uh, oh, uh, yes. A smattering mm. of a lot of different stuff. There's good, there's bad, there's cringe. Mm hmm. Um, so, let me, while I'm pulling so let's this go, up, yeah. you, you, let's... you bring it in, Parker. <laughs> hey, everybody. Hello, hello. Um, all right. So, yeah, a couple things. We got the annual report. There's a 95 page document that I didn't look at. But other people did and pulled some things out of it. Um, one thing was, um, oh, sure, we'll do this one first. Miyamoto is making some money. We know who's Shuntaro Furukawa is making the most money at Nintendo at $2.51 million a year. Miyamoto at $2 million. Some other people at different amounts. Um, and people have compared that to like Bobby Kotick, Kodak, however you pronounce his name, at $155 million, which is oh, crazy. gross. That is <laughs> insane. It is crazy. Uh, like, I wouldn't uh, even be surprised if that's like Miyamoto's entire net worth. If not, like, yeah. it's more than his entire net worth, which is what, is, oh, yeah. <laughs> what is Activision worth versus what Nintendo's worth? 
Um, do we know that? I mean, we could we could find out. I'd imagine Nintendo's worth at least the same. <laughs> Nintendo Network. So the only thing is, Activision has. Um, yeah, I mean it's close. Nintendo's at fifty-seven billion, and Activision's at sixty-seven billion. But Activision, wow. I think, also has you know like King and stuff with Candy yeah, Crush. Yeah, I'm pretty yeah. sure under yeah. that still. So like that's ridiculous. Yeah, I'm surprised. I would think Nintendo would be worth more. The, the, and I mean, yeah, I you'd know. like to think so, right? <laughs> yeah. Granted, Nintendo doesn't as aggressively monetize as other game companies. So, like, relative to, like, their size and, like, their impact in the gaming world, their monetary value is Because with with the mobile games and stuff, Mm -hmm. Activision is pulling in. Yeah. They're just just in everyone's pockets. And also, like, Pokemon as a separate thing. And also all that, like, Nintendo working with a bunch of different third parties and stuff that just aren't related to them, but like work with them kind of in their, you know, that whole thing. Like, cause Pokemon is, you know, semi-separate. They're 92 billion for just Pokemon. Like that's, I mean, obviously they own part of some of that, but like, you know, as opposed to Activision where it includes all of the things Mm -hmm. like, yeah, the King stuff, Blizzard, whatever, all under one roof. So yeah, I don't know. Still gross (laughs) (laughs) for that guy, but cool for Nintendo, I guess. (laughs) It, it also yeah. good for them. It shows like a difference in priorities for sure too, right? Because like, oh yeah, the American ex- executive is more like self-preserving in the sense that it's like, hey, this company could go bottoms up at any time. I want to walk out of it a billionaire. And the yeah. executives at yeah. Nintendo were like, hey man, I just want to make sure I have a job for the rest of my life. So I want to make sure that the company's good. You know, like mm-hmm. yeah, Nintendo, yeah. Th- those. People at Nintendo are are more willing to give everybody else a good work environment. Uh, they they're trying to make decisions that are best for the company versus Bobby Kotick, who's like, "I'm the problem, but I ain't leaving until <laughs> I get uh, just an absolute fuck ton of money." And if that means this whole company's going down and laws have to change globally, then so be it. He's like literally ruining people's lives just staying there. Whereas in Japan, they would just, you know, take one for the team if they had to, like Awada did. A lot of these articles talk about how Awada during the Wii U era slashed his pay because they were doing so bad. He would Mm -hmm. never do that. Bobby Kotick would never, ever do that. (laughs) No. In fact, he yeah. does. I like asking a good question. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Did the opposite? Yeah. yeah, they were doing bad. True. He paid himself more. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Yep. It's like you know what? Yeah. I know. And and even I mean, either way, he's getting a raise. He's like, yeah, record sales, the most amount of revenue that we've ever had. I want a raise. Can't afford that raise, <laughs> so I'm laying off 800 people. But good news is, I got a raise. <laughs> yeah. So that's the equivalent of going to the gym really working your ass off and then like eating a, an entire thing of cookies <laughs> well, you can't just go that. i did good today exactly but <laughs> uh, you were bringing up some alex uh-huh. oh yeah alec mentioned yeah does japan have a maximum wage law because that is i mean that's possible i looked at it up and i'm not smart enough to read fast enough so <laughs> there's uh, i don't think so that i can tell so also, you would think that, like, if that was the case, um, and they cared about that sort of thing, they would just relocate mm-hmm. Miyamoto and, you know, like, their, Ooh, their, sure. their top right. execs yeah, yeah, yeah. to other countries mm-hmm. that do not, you know. 
So, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm when I'm looking it up, it says the upper range of salaries is blah, 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 blah. blah but there's no maximum salary or maybe there isn't. Again, I'm not smart enough. Um, so maybe it's the answer to that question. I also think it's kind of crazy. I mean, it makes sense. It's it, it aligns with even Activision in the sense Miyamoto making less money than Furukawa is kind of weird to me. Hmm. 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 Like he's the executive, obviously, but Miyamoto is right. like he he like essentially made this, you know, like yeah, he, he, he's Miyamoto. <laughs> I mean, I guess that's like I I wonder if that's a Japan kind of just culture thing a little bit, you know, where it's like just the person that's in charge is gonna make the most money because I do feel like if this if it were America, probably yeah, the person that's got like seniority in terms of you know the miyamoto of a business mm-hmm. probably would just like fight for the most money because like well i'm miyamoto you can get a new president yeah, but seniority you, but you know whatever like value to the company <laughs> yeah no for sure yeah i mean he like and and the year of our lord 2023 like in terms of like his his <laughs> current output he's definitely not as valuable to the company as Furukawa is right now. So maybe that's why. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't know if this salary includes any type of like equity that he has in the company, if he even has much to write home about, you know? Yep. Like, I, I don't know how that all uh, shakes up for Nintendo. Cause that's mm-hmm. a big part of it with Bobby Kotick too, right? Where like not all that's liquid. They're not just dropping a hundred billion dollars in cash and being like, here's money that like a, a good portion of what he makes is stock in the company. That's part of the mm-hmm. problem and part of why he's so involved in the sale, Bobby mm-hmm. Kotick, because he wants to cash out. Yep. And that's Mm -hmm. what makes that so toxic. I'd imagine that the people at Nintendo probably don't have a lot of their assets tied up in in equity because Mm -hmm. then there would be more incentive to do weird shit. (laughs) Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So really kind of a a culture thing more like this speaks so much about the culture between an American company and a Japanese company. Yeah, it's true. I wonder what, how much Reggie got paid. (laughs) Oh, so can we look that up? Um, Doug Bowser's salary. I mean, True. it's not Reggie's, but what is Doug Bowser's salary? I mean, probably. He earns an average of 3.4. Wait, no, 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 no. Yeah, 3.4 million. That's so crazy. he makes more than Furukawa. I mean, see, okay. What? That's crazy. <laughs> that that That's crazy, but also it's not. Because, like, he, uh-huh. can, he can bargain that pretty easily and be yeah. like, well, this is what yeah. CEOs make around this area, yes. you know? Yeah. So mm-hmm. I'm worth this much, mm-hmm. but that's nuts. <laughs> like, that's is. crazy. If it's I'm nuts Miyamoto, because he doesn't have as much pull as the guys in Japan. Yeah. yeah. If I'm Miyamoto, yeah. I'm knocking on their door right now, and I'm like, I want a, a billion dollar raise. <laughs> <laughs> I need one billion now. <laughs> Man, that's nuts. That's great. You know who doesn't have a lot of pull though at Nintendo? Apparently, and, and definitely needs a raise. For sure, for sure. Yes. They need raises. Yes. <laughs> so yeah, that was an interesting thing to come out of this too, is that like two years ago, 2021, that's that's what two years ago was. I know that. Um, they said there are four point two percent of their managers are women at Nintendo, and they said we're gonna do better than that. And they raised it all the way to the same. It's still four point two two years later. And didn't um, it like go down globally? I think it went down. Uh, it, it, oh, maybe. I think it did. <laughs> It was like 27% globally or something like that. And then it went down to like 24 or something. 
Man. Which is ridiculous. Um, <laughs> like, it's not cool. Yeah. I yeah. can't even like na- like we just named multiple like <laughs> male executives. I can't name a single female executive at Nintendo. It's a Japan thing, I think. What do you mean? Like that mm. we can't name a, a woman like as an executive? No, they culturally just don't. They're a little misogynistic. Yeah. Mm. Especially in business. But then that doesn't mm. make sense here though. Cuz you know like the the Doug Bowser you know that that had a cultural patch it's like here see oh you mean in, it yeah like even in america like, i can't there who, who i've never encountered a a female executive at well nintendo. they've got to go through nintendo japan to make any of those types of big decisions <laughs> yeah that's true yeah you're right you're right that's true mm-hmm. alex said well krista left and i had the exact same thought which was is she an executive funny i don't think so i think technically she, she was they were pretty they were a lot higher she up definitely than I was had expecting. a managerial yeah. uh position for sure so yeah yeah that, I mean, she was like yeah. head of marketing i think she was like really oh. high up but but you know yeah not like i wouldn't i, I don't know if i'd consider that an exec but she was yeah. relatively mm. high up there but and she had to deal with uh japan a lot mm-hmm. and she had some choice words yeah that makes sense <laughs> that checks out <laughs> specifically with uh what's his name i'm having a stroke smash brothers guy uh, Miyamoto. I mean, Sakurai. Sh- uh, yeah, Sakurai. Sakurai. Yeah. Sakurai. <laughs> yeah, that was that was very difficult. We all she, had she a collective a, stroke. Yeah, yeah. She <laughs> ran the the campaign for Smash Brothers Ultimate. Mm. And, oh, and, and that was a lot of back and forth with the. Hmm. Yeah. What the hell's his name? Sakurai. Uh, we, uh, Sakurai. Sakurai. <laughs> yeah, Masaru Sakurai. I don't know why I can't think of his name right now. It's the whole thing with uh, Kid Icarus. Fake he's fan. not. He's not a Smash Brothers dev anymore. He's a Kid Icarus dev. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right, right. He's a YouTuber now. He's a YouTuber. Yeah, now. YouTuber. Yeah, True. He YouTuber, retired. Man, I still Famous. wish he would dub those in English because, like, yeah. uh, AJ and I talk about it all the time. But like, they're really interesting. But I. I just don't have oh, the you're time a, or attention you're span. You're a dubbed, not sub guy. <laughs> you know, in yes. theory, wow. if I weren't I cringe, <laughs> when I when I had more time and such, yeah, I'd watch like you know an episode of My Hero subbed or something at night, and not, I could not be bothered. Just at be this a point, weed like, like Bob and learn I, Japanese, so you can just listen. <laughs> yeah, to there you go. You know, you know what? I did Duolingo for two weeks. <laughs> I know it well enough. <laughs> Trying to learn Japanese is great at making you not want to watch anime anymore because now I feel. <laughs> like i have to watch it oh yeah uh, subbed and i don't i i watched a lot more when oh, it was so uh, you're du- dub. you're a dub versus sub guy i was and now i'm a sub uh. and don't take that uh don't <laughs> <laughs> i went blurry <laughs> but yeah now i just don't watch it because i don't have yeah. i don't have the time to sit there and watch it but uh uh iwata's what the fuck is his name sakurai his stuff yes is sakurai. you short. said every other exact except I him <laughs> i know it's short so you watch it for like three minutes and then it's done so suck it up mm-hmm. yeah duly noted to suck it up <laughs> um the and then yeah the last little bit for this is uh is a fun one is that this June for Nintendo in Japan specifically was their highest selling June ever. Look at that. Switches are still making the money. Um, we're nah, never going to get a dead, next gen console. We got like a 20% <laughs> drop in year over year sales. 
even mm-hmm. though the console hasn't dropped an MSRP since the day it launched. In fact, <laughs> the the primary skew went up fifty dollars. <laughs> like it's dead. It's dead in the water, man. The switch switch two. Mm-hmm. We need it. We need it, or the company is in the the hole. You mean I can't play my games in 4K? We need another console, or else Nintendo's going under. <laughs> yeah, it's no, like, no, 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 8K. I need DLSS. Oh yeah, true. Future proof. You gotta future proof uh-huh. it. So, so, so future proof. 8K or get the hell out. Right, right, right. Yeah, man. Otherwise, the, next the, generation. The new hot topic. Mm-hmm. The, the new hot topic is we need touch pads in the Joy-Con. Uh, oh. I, you know what? I that's do want to. That's that, a new thing I heard today from multiple see, see, that's not a thing on the docket <laughs> right now, but that is something I thought last minute. I was like, I want to talk to Bob about this because I have no direct huh? experience with it. So we'll do it after when we get to the other new stuff. Okay. Steam Deck. We want to yeah. talk Steam Deck stuff. Um, okay. okay. Yeah. 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 I on that note too. I uh, watched a short you put up recently, Bob, um, talking about like people didn't like the Switch in 2017 kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And that it's so funny to think back to that, where like all the criticisms of it at that time of like super short battery life are like now I've yeah, everything's got shorter battery life than it, and yeah. it's a I, funny little time. I thought about that. I, I think about that all the time. Like I, yeah. I think about uh, the, the 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 very small launch lineup that mm-hmm. everybody criticized i think about the kickstand and the battery life and the battery life uh hit me when i was playing the asus ally or the steam deck or one of those and it died in like 45 minutes oh my god and i was like how come nobody's talking about the battery life of these but mm-hmm. the switch was absolutely lambasted when that came out because that's the expectation now I remember yeah. that the Vita also mm-hmm. got flamed for having a yep. sh- very short battery life. That battery life is phenomenal mm. by today's standards. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's over like six hours, I think. Wow. And back then, people were like, that's insane. How am I supposed to play a game for less than six hours? Yeah, because back then, the standard was like 20 on the DS, you know? like and Back uh-huh. then, our yeah. phones would last yeah. a week. Oh, <laughs> uh, the good old days. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Now, now, when you watch a review on a phone, they go, you get a whole day of battery life. Yay! Yep. And a day is like 12 <laughs> hours. They're like, man, I haven't plugged in my phone in at least 12 hours. Yeah. I, it, I just plugged it in at Victor. lunch. And it, I mean, at lunch, and it lasted me till dinner time. That's crazy. Look, look, Alyssa mm-hmm. can kill her phone battery in four hours. I don't know how <laughs> no. she does it, but she can just absolutely <laughs> devastate her phone. She's so got fast. like the screen from Back to the Future 2 of, of phones. <laughs> yeah, she's, she's got the screen from Back to the Future 2 where it's like picture in picture in picture in picture, and she's like everything going on at once. You know, she's texting. The the future. She's the testing one. 16K game streaming for all of oh, us yeah, on, that, the, on the Nintendo Switch 2. Man, yeah, she got the dev kit. <laughs> oh, we got the dev kit downstairs. <laughs> what the hell? No, she has the dev kit. You don't, You're not allowed. You don't know how to, to kill it. a phone Sorry. battery. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, uh, are yeah. we done with the financial report? Um, yeah, I think so. Stuff's selling, selling well. So good job, Nintendo. Year seven, doing doing good. They're making. I all thought you were going to bring up the Splatoon guy. That uh, oh yeah, was, I mean, what when we you said the about thing that. about women, I thought you were going to talk about how the Splatoon guy. Uh, I think we talked more. about that when he derailed the the whole thing to be like, yeah. the, oh my goodness, the yeah, yeah, female customization is not. I mean, is too good compared to the male customization. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, we talked about that. Cringe. Man. It was funny. Yeah, like, less options yeah. for women. That's what we want. <laughs> <laughs> 
That I love that people are now just like buying stock just to go there and ask dumb questions. I mean, I don't love it because like it, you know, kind of uses up the question slot for like interesting stuff. But also it's it's good lols. So I'll take it. Although, to be what? fair, the people that already own stock to begin with didn't ask great questions either. Like what? And even yeah like also they're not asking questions that like they're asking questions that i would like the answers to mm -hmm. but it's not smart ones that are gonna get they're answers not gonna at all. answer it and we know that but so they like, don't, don't know ask that. those they're, they're like yeah hey the other companies i own stock in would answer this so why don't you <laughs> they're like i heard mobile games are cool now yeah. are you gonna do more mobile games <laughs> exactly what do you think like, about an nft <laughs> yeah, your NFTs are cool. What do you think about a Mario NFT? I made one already. Do you want to look at it? <laughs> do you want to look at it? Does he carry over to other games like he's a gun in Fortnite? Is that how that? Yo, Nintendo. Yeah. I think been you should make Mario a gun in Fortnite. <laughs> Nintendo been in that NFT <laughs> Thank game you for your time. passively. Pokemon are literally just NFTs. They're NFTs, mm, yeah. man. I, I, well, that, don't you time. spend your my Nintendo points on on little NFTs? That's also true. That's also <laughs> true. But anyway, other news. Other stuff. So yeah, that's that okay. stuff. Other stuff. Um, we got a little thing. Uh, Takaya Mamura, who worked on F-Zero, um, said... F-Zero is never coming back. Everybody hates it now. No, no, um, basically just said <laughs> that he thinks the reason that Head Zero hasn't been revived is because Mario Kart is Nintendo's most popular racing game. So it's just like, eh, why bother? Kind of a thing. The exact quote is, um, so why do you think F-Zero gets less attention from the company than Star Fox does? There hasn't been a new F-Zero game for almost 20 years now. I think it's because Mario Kart is Nintendo's most popular racing game and a new F-Zero would cost a fortune. My impression is that Miyamoto-san is very affectionate about Star Fox. Bob there it famously is. But, hates F Zero, loves Captain Falcon. Thoughts? Yes. Um, <laughs> I, I don't think there's a way to bring F Zero back in the traditional sense. However, they could bring it back, and they'd have to just very change everything about uh -huh. it. Yep. And I think the perfect way is just make it burnout. Just make burnout, but with F-Zero <laughs> characters where you hit other cars and stuff and make it like a mm -hmm. violent uh, Mario Kart. <laughs> the Mario Kart's not yeah, already violent? No, <laughs> no, no, no that's enough. baby stuff. <laughs> Want to hit another guy, it goes into slow motion and watch them explode. Mm -hmm. <laughs> the crash mode from Burnout Crash or whatever one? Yeah. Yes. Yes. Yeah, I mean, good times. That, that would work. You can't just do like a normal racing game now. F Zero has, if it's coming back, it has to come in such a different form mm -hmm. that it's indistinguishable from uh, Mario Kart. I think. Mm -hmm. I think that that's also something that not enough uh, like companies that are talking about this sort of stuff pay enough attention to, um, unless the the like the critical mass of like the IP matters so much that they're like, okay, we got to think about this. Um, they're trying to stay true to the F-Zero fan base. There is no F-Zero fan base in the grand scheme of things. There's a Captain Falcon fan base. People care about yeah, Captain nobody, Falcon. <laughs> There's clout there. If Nintendo announces a big F-Zero game, the, the, like the nerds are going to freak out, but like the larger audience of Nintendo is going to be like, well, what is this? Why should I care yeah. about this? Unless I know you put like all the Captain Falcons. Like, exactly. just, like <laughs> screen all Captain Falcons. If you just make a mm -hmm. game that looks like it's cool, fun, and it has Captain Falcon in it in the way that people have grown to understand what Captain Falcon means 
i.e. Smash Brothers, <laughs> um, that <laughs> would do infinitely more than if they were like, hey, revival of the SNES game or whatever, you know, like. Okay, I got mm -hmm. it. I got it. Right. It's just it's just Grand Theft Auto. We, I literally was about to say this. this. <laughs> there we go. And he's a bounty hunter, and that's yeah. Like, mm -hmm. Yes. Yeah. And right. I think, I mean, you can, we've, you know, cause we made a couple of videos talking about basically that similar kind of a thing. And like you a hundred percent racing and even in its fullest form could still be in the game mm -hmm. where like you go up to somebody. I think the most recent thing for me was street fighter six, where like there's a world that you walk around in and then you fight people and the fighting is like fighting, I guess, you know, but otherwise there's just a world you go around. in. so similarly, like it's Grand Theft Auto, whatever. And then, but you also can challenge somebody to like a more traditional race, or you can like basically ignore that whole thing and do everything else. And I feel like that would go over super well. Yep. I think it's weird Best that they want that, the, that they compared it to Star Fox saying that the, the Nintendo likes Star Fox. Mm -hmm. I don't think I, they do either. I think that maybe they like it more yo, than we just got Star Fox two like five years ago or something like that. <laughs> A while ago by now. Yeah, no. Well, I I think they compare it just because like out of all of the Nintendo franchise, like that have been in the past, it, those two are the most dormant. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. They're they're big IPs that have been dormant for a long time. They just kept mm -hmm. Fucking up Star Fox 2 over and over again <laughs> is the problem. I mean, the uh, regular, they kept messing up the Star Fox franchise over and over again. They yeah, ran yeah. into the ground a little too much. They mm -hmm. they did the thing where like Star Fox came out, people love Star Fox. They're like, okay, bet, let's make Star Fox all over again. Exactly the same. Star Fox 54. People love that. And then they're like, ah, oh, let's try something different this time with adventure. And people hated that. And like, okay, let's bring it back a little bit. People hated that. And then they're like, okay, let's do Star Fox 64 again, again, again. And then people were like, okay, this is fine, I guess. You know, like, yeah. where Star Fox is in a very similar situation to F-Zero, where it's mm -hmm. like, people don't care about, and by people, I don't mean Star Fox fans, because again, the problem mm -hmm. is there's not enough of those. Um, people at large don't care about Star Fox, the IP. They care about Star Fox, the character. They care about yep. him saying hiya and using shine and comboing <laughs> people across the stage. That's what they care about. They want to play as that, not be stuck in the R wing the whole time. So it's yeah. like you got. I mean, mm -hmm. there there was a rumored pitch of a Star Fox game where they looked like uh, the the puppets, like from yeah. the, from the commercials. Right. That would. Oh, really that's cool. right. Yeah. I thought that was a rumored show. Is that? Was it a game? That's so interesting. I thought it was a game, but I I, I, I think it was. They didn't pick it up. Whatever. There it was, was a digital yeah. game and video about a game. Um, I think okay, both gotcha. of those things nice. exist. Like I think uh, Miyamoto has talked about wanting to make a show. Um, mm. but yeah, there was a game where they wanted to do the whole thing. Was that Armada or whatever? Yes. Yeah. That one. Okay. Yep. Yeah, 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 yeah. I watched that video. Yeah. That's I just, yeah. I I feel like Star Fox, especially now. Is such an easier game to bring back with the power. Like, you have things like, um, God, uh, like, oh my God, why am I blank? No Man's Sky mm -hmm. that yes. basically showed, like, hey, you can go off planet and go around space however you want to. It's such an e it well, it doesn't, it's not easy to make that, but it's such mm -hmm. like a, an, an idea that's been done that right. Nintendo can then take and do their Nintendo thing yep. to it. 
Yeah. I mean, for what it's worth, it's not that different from, I think we've uh, made a video and talked about this kind of thing, but not that different from just Starlink Battle for Atlas, with the exception of don't do toys for life and get out of the ship, you mm-hmm. know, but like yeah. in terms of, and don't make it look like a there's several game. planets around. Yeah, right, right, exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, there's lots of planets around. You just travel between them as you need to or whatever. Introduce the amount of Metroidvania stuff you need to where like you get new abilities and this ice planet that you couldn't go to before. Now your ship's strong enough. You've got whatever things you can go to the ice planet now and then like, you know, do things around there. But like, again, just like with the F-Zero thing, have as much of the original stuff in there for the fans of the original stuff, but just don't pigeonhole yourself into only doing that i think the tricky thing though for these franchises like there's lots of franchises that are more niche i guess in some ways than star fox or eh, maybe not f-zero but like kind of niche franchises that still are around but they just like don't cost as much to make so it's just easier to be like they have a small the exactly is the same size audience you know say star fox a new one would sell two three million units or something like that but it costs five times as much to make as Pikmin does or something mm. to where that sells two, three million units and See, great, super I, good success. I and stuff. don't know if that's what it is with Pikmin specifically. I think sure. Pikmin is Nintendo Miyamoto playing favorites. Yes. <laughs> 100%. <laughs> I, think Miyamoto, I picked a bad example for that. Cause yes. yeah, I think Miyamoto like as evidenced by the fact that his name is like almost an anagram Mario. for Mario wanted Pikmin to be Mario again so bad that he's like, nah, mm-hmm. nah, nah, nah. This is going to be a big franchise, whether you want it to be or not. <laughs> I don't think he has that <laughs> same fire for Star Fox anymore. He did at, at a point. Yeah. Um, yeah. But mm-hmm. Not anymore. So I I think that that's what it is. But also, I would say I think Ratchet and Clank could ju- like just make Ratchet and Clank, but put more. Yeah. Oh uh, yeah, totally. Yeah, like that's a Star Fox game right there. Easy. Mm-hmm. Ship it five million yep. copies at least. <laughs> make it a platformer. Just I mean, like Ratchet. It's gotta be ships. It's gotta be ships and fly Ratchet and Clank. Stuff. You play Ratchet and Clank, like a Rift in Time and uh, the uh, the PlayStation 4 remake? It's it's like a platformer, I mean, I but it's, it. it's also it. like a shooter. There's like there, there air are, and Yeah, like there's some mm-hmm. air like ship battles, but like that just means like you take Ratchet and Clank and then you do the ship battles better. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. And boom, you're done. Right. Mm hmm. Cause then, like, e- like if they if they're going to do the on foot stuff, they have a good base for how to make that feel good, um, and they can still apply the same like Star Fox, like Landmaster versus R Wing versus whatever the underwater one's called. I don't remember that one, um, and have my like biggest, that equivalent on the ground. You know, my biggest um, nightmare is if they let Ubisoft make a Star Fox game because that's what they <laughs> oh were trying God. to do yep. with Starlink. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, and that was miserable. They should not. For- they shouldn't do it do that give that to retro do like that. that's a retro problem this all yeah oh yeah or, retro or i was thinking rare make them do just jet force gemini but with star fox <laughs> characters that would yeah. be crazy they're going to buy rare back from microsoft yeah honestly i microsoft I might expect... be down <laughs> true i mean they're not using see and that was another thing uh banjo is a similar uh 
Mm-hmm. Like, there's been a lot of stories like that of of the developers of a thing being like, I don't think this would do well anymore. Um, and mm-hmm. there's a lot of people that are like, yeah, of course Banjo wouldn't do as well because ukulele didn't do good. <laughs> and it's like, ukulele is the poster child of how, and the first one, because they did a better mm-hmm. job the yeah. second time around. Ukulele is the poster mm-hmm. child of how to do it wrong. You know, like just being like, people love the N64 game. Let's make an N64 mm-hmm. game in 2022. You know, like it did pretty good yeah. in terms of like an indie game. Yeah, Ukulele. but people hated it yeah, at first, and then they yeah. had to patch it, and then it like it was it had like a, a a No Man's Sky trajectory, but it had less marketing, so people didn't turn around with the first game in the same way. They were like, "This is decent now." They just always had the first memory in their mind where it's like, "This is an N64 game, but it just looks prettier." I think I played like the first two worlds of Ukulele. Went okay. I, I think. Yeah. <laughs> yep. I don't know if this is gonna work. <laughs> mm-hmm. Exactly. Um, yeah. So Microsoft is, or the, the the developers are like, yeah, I don't think that they're gonna make a or original like Grant Kirkhope and like all the people that used to be at Rare. Um, and mm-hmm. some of them are at Playtonic now. Some of them like Grant Kirkhope is just independent. Um, they're they're sitting there and they're being like, ah, I don't think it will work because it would either cost too much. The audience doesn't exist anymore. The, there's not the right team that could do it because our humor is so specific or whatever. Um, and I'm just like, there's eight billion people on this planet. You think you're the <laughs> only ones that could make a game, <laughs> you know, in this <laughs> franchise? That's crazy. Uh, so I think that they could easily make another banjo game. It's just down to them caring enough to do it. And I think that they even have mm-hmm. the incentive to do it because I can count on one hand how many IP Microsoft have that matters as much. Like yeah. they have Halo, they have Forza, they have, well, now they have like the Activision stuff. Well, maybe the Bethesda maybe. stuff, <laughs> you know, like that, that whole situation. But as far as like their big, like first party stuff, like. Banjo's up there with all that. Well, they haven't even been doing doing too well with Halo. Yeah. With like Mm -hmm. the Halo show and Halo Infinite being like, okay, cool. Thanks, guys. (laughs) Yep. Mm -hmm. That was the one thing they had. And their whole problem, why they're not like competitive with the other two guys, is that people don't care about their brand as much. And they don't really have a reason to. Like they're just the other guy that's comparable in specs to PlayStation. But PlayStation has God of War. PlayStation has friggin', you know, Horizon Zero Dawn now and uh, all the franchises that they got. Sackboy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, well, and- I, the, you, you mentioned Ratchet and Clank. And with yeah. the most recent Ratchet and Clank, they just they nailed it so well that it just kind of like reopened all the doors for that franchise. Yeah. And that's mm-hmm. all it takes. Because like yeah. all you need is a franchise that people know about and care about on some level. And then you just make something good based in that world and you will make money. That's just that's just how it works. Simple as that. All you got to do is make a good game. Exactly. (laughs) They got the hard part figured out because what's what's hard now is to make people care about new ideas. They don't have to have a new idea. They just have to make a good game with the old Mm, idea. Out of the old idea. Yeah, you're right. I think there's so many things, too, where like you'll hear people be like, oh, they haven't made a new this in so long. And people are like, no, they've. They've been making them. You just haven't heard about them because they've been bad. Yeah. But then, like the one that's successful, I can't bring any to mind. That, that are was like Crash that. But just, Bandicoot. That was for Crash years. Bandicoot. Yeah, uh, yeah. 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 Was like, yeah. I yes. want a new Crash, and it's like, dude, last year you There's had one, cr- and nobody bought it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
Yeah, after it went to the PlayStation 2, I was like, man, I could really go for another crash. And then like, I'll look it up. And I'm like, oh, crap. They're, they're still making them. <laughs> yep. People were nostalgic mm-hmm. for Crash while it was still coming out. <laughs> Which I don't understand. Those games are bad. Um, <laughs> not here. Not, not here. That's what I don't understand. I played the first Banjo. That is rough. I think that's crazy because I think Banjo is uh well I don't disagree because I think all NCC4 games with the exception of like 2D platformers and like Mario Kart <laughs> did not age well. Um Banjo is in that boat, but like I think Banjo's better than Mario 64 personally. Fuck out of your own podcast right now. It's better. That's crazy. <laughs> I think I think the, it, it just more fully featured. They control more or less similarly. Like they both feel bad no. to control. Yes, they do. No, they both feel sh- bad. Banjo and controls are horrible. <laughs> part yeah, of, trying- part of what, what makes Mario so like like uh, 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 amazing is that it controls so well for an N sixty four game. I don't agree. I, mean, <laughs> I, 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 think, I was I think playing better, but I think that it's like insane how well it controls versus every other uh, N64 game. I do it. I, I got to go with Bob on this one because I was playing. I was playing Banjo the other night because I was. I didn't. I finished Tears of the Kingdom. I'm like, what do I do with my life? You're now? like, I'm gonna play and Banjo so now. Like, <laughs> so I hopped on Banjo. I'm like, oh, I'll play a little Banjo before bed, and I'm like attacking in that game. Like trying to kill enemies is just so wonky yeah i mean like, that's fair i i love the level design but it's just it's just wonky. that's more or less what you, i'm talking unlock, about like i think the level design is more interesting like, really important think, mechanics mm-hmm. you have to unlock them and the first there's like a people love unlocking stuff in the n64 era <laughs> bro unlocks are great <laughs> <laughs> You unlock like the role or something you unlock like really basic stuff and shooting eggs yeah, yeah like the shit you need. Like when I first started playing, I was like, "How do I do anything?" And then Yo, you go, it's you a Zelda talk game. To the mole, and the it's mole's a Zelda gotta game. tell you. People on N64 love yeah, that I love thing. Zelda. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, but yeah, I think they mm-hmm. can make a good banjo. Yeah, they could. Steam Deck. You have to see it. Let's Steam talk. Deck. Let's talk about uh-huh. Steam Deck. Um, let's, okay. get me, let's get Bob in more trouble. Yeah, of course. <laughs> I mean, I'm about to get I'm getting in trouble right along with you because I don't have one because I think that it's not great, um, especially for what it is like marketed as to, to normal people. Like, I'm not talking about people okay. that are already Steam Deck fans that already see beyond that veil of like, it's a console PC, you know, like they are the people just understand like, OK, it's it's, it's just a PC and I got to deal with PC shit. It might be a little bit easier, but like I'm I'm still dealing with PC. Um, Ooh, does anybody else here have it? I got it. Yeah, Dan. Parker doesn't have it, right? Yeah, no. Nope. OK, so I OK, cool. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> well, so I was the same way when it's when the Steam Deck was coming out. I was like, because because everybody's saying it's the Switch killer, and I was like, that's so stupid. Uh-huh. Like they're <laughs> for completely different people. And then I got the Steam Deck, and it was very rough when it came when it came out. Uh, there was a lot of it was kind of a chore to do any little thing on it. Uh, and then like a few weeks passed, and they updated the hell out of it, and it's a thousand times, and it got a thousand times better like almost immediately. And these days. It feels like a proper console. Like you can just download a game and just play it. 
Especially if it has the little green like check mark, you're playing the game. Then, then there's no, you know, almost never. I mean, if it's got the green check mark, there's never going to be an issue just downloading it and playing it. You might run well, out of storage. Yeah, you might have to mm. download the shaders. That might take ten minutes, but other than that, <laughs> uh, there shouldn't be a problem at all. I mean, and, and like also, if there's a specific game that you just like, you have to play. Like, you really want to play it. There is a workaround. And it's not there. It's not terribly difficult to pull off. I, is I've it set not up some terribly some, difficult it is. to pull off. Sometimes it is, but those we just ignore. We just say <laughs> just ignore those. My my <laughs> like, question is more so like: Is it not difficult to pull off? Period or for you? Because like I would say both of you. Okay. All right. Tinkerers. Fine. Okay. <laughs> I think both of you are tinkerers. Like different differently. I think you find like a different type of enjoyment. I think Bob is like, and this comparison comes up a lot when people are like, "You should get a Steam Deck," and I'm like, "No, I refuse. I like I don't have patience for that." And they're like, "You have more patience than Bob," and I'm like, "Yeah, but our patience, like what we do when we're impatient, is different. Like Bob, he gets impatient and he's angry to the point where he's like, "Nah, I'm doing this out of spite." Me, I'm like, I, I don't care. <laughs> like I don't care enough to do this thing yeah i I, I, that's fair because i have i i've been getting into modding recently and like yeah you got two modders over here man (laughs) it like it took me like six like six hours to get all the mods i wanted correctly for skyrim and i'm like yes i've done it it's perfect nice i'm so i got I was on the same page. I, I thought the Steam Deck was was a little overhyped because everybody was calling it Switch Killer, and I'm like, that's stupid. I'm gonna keep playing my Switch. It's a lot more convenient. Blah blah blah. Mm-hmm. Uh, the reason I started mainlining the Steam Deck is because a lot of the games that I'm playing are like little indie games, mm-hmm. and they all always run great on the Steam Deck because they're little indie games. They yeah. don't need a lot of power, and mm-hmm. they always release first on the Steam Deck. Oh, and yeah. a lot of they're times probably a little bit cheaper, right? A, a lot of times they're a little cheaper and a lot of times they run better on the Steam Deck. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. that's yeah. why I started yeah. playing the Steam Deck a lot more than I was expecting. And also I have been enjoying uh, bouncing between playing on my computer and playing on the Steam Deck because that's the cloud. Mm-hmm. That's like the perfect cloud save situation. Mm-hmm. Something I would have liked to have seen on the switch, the switch like, between the switch light mm-hmm. yeah. yes right. yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah and it's it, they have it but it like sucks but with the steam mm-hmm. deck i can i literally i i'm playing all of my games between all of these different devices and it's and it's completely seamless so that is i think the best sell for a steam deck it really depends mm-hmm. on what games you want to play and the games that you want to play that are going to run good on the steam deck you're going to have a great time with and they'll just yeah. they'll just play and that won't be a problem my I, whole it thing, seems to me like that really is the biggest determining factor because like yeah even even i who play a lot of games like i mean i have an xbox series s and i play uh none games on it (laughs) and like more or less end up just playing like you know i don't have the most time in the world so i mostly end up just playing the first party nintendo games that you know are going on at the time or like lots of indies and stuff but at that point if like i'm not gonna buy a whole other system just for indies anyway um then i think there's probably just like i mean like you said it's not the switch killer just because of target audience kind of thing more so than anything else but i mean again like i've played uh my friend mitch came over and showed me his and i was like that's that's cool and uh you know it's not for me specifically but like neat and what it, it's a neat device to have and then if you if you get a dock that you can carry around with you then like that's mm-hmm. just a portable computer like 
-hmm. friends and I were playing uh, multiplayer games just like on my TV through the Steam Deck instead of having to like go into my office, set up my TV to like uh -huh. somehow connect to my to my computer and get that all set up so like for, for, for aj specifically you don't have a pc yeah that's what that's what i was yeah. going to bring so up this like so uh people are always like asking me to play like different pc games and stuff like that and i'm like well i don't care enough to build a pc for that <laughs> um and i don't and yeah. i like super don't care enough because i don't even want to be in th that window like open like being in windows annoys my life like because <laughs> there's always some type of shit that's not working right and i like no i i agree i i hate that um so my solution was going to be because people are like oh you gotta get on like gta rp or valorant or uh, like the, the name whatever pc valorant you're not getting on that unless you have a, a actual pc yeah I know. E even yeah. like the ianeos and the and the uh the asus ally like that shit they might flag you for cheating because of the mm. way that those consoles work. There's like weird like boot issues. Uh, so certain games, it's not it's just not going to happen. Yeah. So that's the whole reason why I was <laughs> like, well, nope, no reason for me to get this because it would have been the only reason why I would have used it. It would have been like a, a, a ancillary thing. It would have been like, mm -hmm. well, I, I don't mind playing games with people. I, I would play uh, Valorant or whatever, but I'm not building a PC to play that. Cause it wouldn't yeah. be the main thing that I'm going to do right where, uh, before mm -hmm. I bought this computer, right. <laughs> that the whole thing was like, people were like, yo, why don't you, uh, like build a PC and then like, just get a, a, a laptop or whatever. And I'm like, okay, let me look into that. It's just not worth it. Cause I would have ended up spending more money on the PC that I would have just been using just to play PC games occasionally. And maybe just to stream on it where I could have been like, ah, I'm going to spend a little bit more money than I would have spent on my main computer and have a better computer for work and also for streaming and doing, you know, whatever other stuff and just live my normal life. You know, it's not like I, I, <laughs> I've yearned to play PC games on the regular. So it's like, I'm not going to bend over backwards to build a PC that I'm only going to use sometimes. Get yourself an Intel Nook. You ever see those what things? Like this big. <laughs> what? Like a little, it looks like a little book. It's like, it's like thin. And it, it looks like a, something you can put in your back pocket. And they're can cheap play and very Valorant? powerful. <laughs> yes. It's I like actually a Mac Mini kind of thing. On oh, 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 there you one. go. It's a little tiny guy. Yeah. Look at this guy. Oh, it's so, right it's just a tiny monitor. little guy. He looks like he should be in Star Wars and <laughs> have a name. The, the, uh, at one of the conventions, uh, Elgato had a PC, a whole, a big, normal-sized PC that had one of these PCs inside of it. You know how people do like a dual streaming setup? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Oh, this was the streaming computer. That's, That's crazy. Fun. Yeah. I've always how wanted to. How much are they? I don't. $1,000. That's not that bad. No, but but they have the, uh, there's varying prices. I see one that's $300. Yeah, right. Like, but like um, yeah. you'll have to check some specs out. Yeah. Oh, components needed. I don't know what that means. Ah. See, see this, this probably that it needs components. This, this is where mm. we this is where it all falls apart. Like Science. I find out that it's a headache <laughs> to use, you know, this is this is the whole thing where it's like, "Oh, just just emulate it on the Vita. Just use a mm -hmm. Vita." <laughs> no, uh. you don't just Exactly. Like that. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. That's what, yeah. Like, like, like you don't have a PC, so it would make sense for you to get something like uh, an ASUS Ally or something like that. Mm -hmm. But you're gonna get it, and you're gonna 
have a major headache trying to get things to work on. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Which is mm-hmm. why and, I when, don't when have I a PC. Think, <laughs> I think the best scenario for you is if there's a game that's on Steam that you want to play or a handful of games on Steam that you want to play, then you get a Steam Deck. Otherwise, mm-hmm. you're good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So they're not getting my money. Uh, but yeah. what, what's the whole thing with this touchpad situation? I know nothing. Do you I'm, I'm do you want tr- a touchpad on the Nintendo Switch too? <laughs> no, <laughs> I'm in trouble because in my last video I said that the touchpad on the Steam Deck is useless. Because um, mm. it mostly is. I mean, especially <laughs> when it first came out, it, it was just a shitty touchpad. It was only really like useful uh, in the Linux desktop. And it kind of sucked there too. So, like, what was even the point of it? And people keep saying, like, mm-hmm. oh, it's great for RTS games. Why? <laughs> Why are you even playing that on there? Like, mm-hmm. I, in my, it's hard for me to to separate because in my head, I'm playing games on a controller most of the time. Mm-hmm. And if I'm gonna play with a with a mouse, it's Valorant. And I'm not using a fucking touchpad for that. I need a mouse. You know, like, yeah. there's no in-between. So I, I, I can't imagine kind of, using it. <laughs> right? Yeah, you have the Steam Deck and you can't imagine using the touchpad. <laughs> I, I I just I I I would I would never want to use a trackpad for gaming ever. Yeah. And so like I just don't know what when uh, <laughs> Well, like you am just I in get trouble now? It. And it's like, why am I going to get used to it? It doesn't make. Why would I want to? It's, I saw something I, so, in the replies to the 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 thing that you retweeted. The like you knew here. Um, somebody was like, that that's the thing about uh, uh, console gamers or whatever. They get so used to like controllers and stuff like that that they they would never even give a thing like the touch pads a chance. And then they said gyro aim. I was like, hold on, they're spitting. They're spitting, <laughs> but I don't. I can't speak on the gyro. I I never used the touchpad, so I don't. I don't know if I fully agree with them. But I think uh, Bob. I think you are going to get used to it because the next because Switch Two is going to have one, and the next Mario game is going to only yeah, be using it's going to exclusively. One of the use replies so. was, "We need a touchpad in the Joy-Con." I was like, "What the? F- that doesn't make any sense." There's but no also, room. Also, AJ, I was showing you the goddamn LBX. You don't think I can get used to something else if I think it's interesting? <laughs> no, I'm Jesus not Christ, man, that. a billion buttons on it, dude. That. I didn't say I didn't think that. But also, I was you're, in the video. I was yeah. I, I, in the video. I was using the touchpad and I was showing how it just like doesn't scroll right, like in the menu. And uh, apparently, the touchpad in the menu works as a D-pad. <laughs> which means you have to touch up, you have to touch down, you have to touch left, you, have, you can't scroll. It's a touchpad. Yeah, that's stupid. <laughs> that doesn't make any sense. How is that? Too, how is that better than any other option? When I have a D pad and I have two thumbsticks, because it's a PC thing, Bob. PC things are inherently better. You haven't been on no the internet. PC guy has ever said in the history of PC guys. None of them have ever said, yo, I like the trackpad. <laughs> I'm a trackpad gamer. <laughs> if, you're like, if you go to a PC guy and you're like, yo, what would you rather use? A Nintendo Switch controller or a trackpad? They're going to pick a trackpad every single time. <laughs> it's disgusting, like honestly. Quake, imagine going to a Quake tournament with like an Apple like trackpad. Yeah. I, <laughs> with, 
<laughs> no, they just use the little red button in the middle of the laptop, the like little yeah, 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 that yeah. Little, no, <laughs> the little no, rubber, no, the little yeah. no. no, that's no. what the Steam Deck needs. <laughs> that would numb. save so much just space. Like fifty no. of those. I don't know what you use. See, them all that's for, what they're going to do on something. the Switch too. They're not going to use the touchpad. That's like they don't want to use other mm-hmm. people's technology. They're oh, going to yeah. put the C stick nub back on there so we can get <laughs> Kid Icarus Uprising. Uh-huh. <laughs> we don't got enough room anymore. We need the 3DS nub back. Yeah. <laughs> that's right. Mm-hmm. All right. That, that's With my that, Steam Deck controversy. Yeah. That is good. I, I like it. Know. Um, let's, uh, unless there's any like burning games we're playing stuff, I feel like we just move into QA. I'm playing I'm, I'm, that's about I'm it. playing a video game. I'm playing yeah, uh, go for it. friggin' Super Smash Brothers, man. Hey, it's a good time. Blast. No way. Mega Cody Man. never change. <laughs> Mega Man. I'm using I played, Mega Man. I played Castlevania an hour ago. Ooh, Castlevania. Which Castlevania? Circle of the Moon. Mm. I played. I don't know. I'm, I don't know why either. I, I'm, <laughs> I'm deep in Diablo Four now. Nice. Oh, nerd. nerd. Yeah, that the good old nerd <laughs> shit, yeah. just straight to the veins, baby. <laughs> yeah, it's nerd. dark. It's real dark. <laughs> Isn't it? The game is story or the game, like visually. It's no, Devil like Four. Everything. <laughs> no, it's like no, oh, okay. like physically. I know we didn't want to get into this, but now we're getting into this. <laughs> so yeah, yeah, let's do it. All the all the other Diablos have had sort of like this kind of like it, it felt more fantasy than it did like. uh really dark and gritty and so it's like ah let's go fight evil and all this sort of stuff and then this one's like uh there's a dude that uh is so into pain that he's like skinned tied up to change as as like a the devil's like attacking him i'm just like this is this is dark nothing good happens here (laughs) the game is called devil four dan I know, but it, they, it's just it's just not the same, and I don't know how to explain it. It's like they actually listened to what the title of the game was, finally. <laughs> They're like, you know what? Fans of the devil are going to love this game right. way more. <laughs> oh. so, so anyway, would you really my... expect Devil 3 to do that? Devil's Third, as it were, to ah. do that? <laughs> hey, you know, I know nothing about that game, just that it's bad. <laughs> That's literally it. <laughs> Now there's going to be comments being like, Devil's Third is the best Wii U game. They need to port that. It's my favorite game. Uh I found my wife in Devil's Third. Exactly, exactly, exactly. (laughs) Um, But yeah, that's that's all I'm playing. I mean, I've played Tears of the Kingdom a little bit, but Mm -hmm. just a little bit right now. So (laughs) Q&A. Q&A, let's do it. All right. uh, Lucha Boy said, hello, with fast food chains always trying different gimmicks to get you in the door, what toy or food from a Nintendo franchise would entice you to go to a fast food joint? Thank you. P.S. AJ, for this special episode, I was anonymous most of the time. I'll gift subs under my own name from now on. Uh, So what toy or food from a Nintendo franchise would entice you to go? I want to give context for this. So there's like... And I don't know if this also is like the case for everybody else, but usually when I'm streaming, there's somebody anonymous, Lucia Boy, I guess, <laughs> um, that will give subs. And the one time that they gifted subs, 
I was playing Smash against Lee or something, and I like stopped to to read the gifts of, and I died. And I was like, "You made me die, anonymous!" And then he went and made an account that was like anonymous and sorry, AJ. And then it was like, "Okay, now I need to know who this is." So he was like, "I'll tell you on the on the uh, on 250." So there we go. Oh, there that's it great. Is. Oh, I thought it was Trev because we had theories because it, it it definitely seemed like it was the same person. There was like like continuity there, um. But but it was Lucha Boy. Good to know. Mm-hmm. Um. But yeah, you were answering the question, mm. Parker. To the question, uh, I think for me, I'd say almost any Nintendo something or other that's not Mario or Pokemon, just because those ones feel like they happen so yeah, much. It's like that. who cares? But like if if they did just about any, I mean, like you know, Zelda or f-zero star fox or whatever <laughs> then like i'd be like yeah I'll, i might check that out just for fun you know hey wendy's has the square patties wonder if they just did triangle patties once. do they Tri-Force still have burger. <laughs> do they still have square patties i didn't know they still of course uh-huh i think so they yeah, don't cut corners thing <laughs> is that really is that like their slogan is that why it, it was it, it, i can't <laughs> confirm or deny i have okay, no well, clue i'm here for you yes let's that um they're, the only thing they're that really just doing box boy and box girl stuff already, so that's it. The only thing that would make me run to McDonald's right now is uh, the the Tetris chicken nugget. What? Ooh. No, like, like, yeah, you know, no, the that's console. good. Like they made the console in China. It was a ch- Chinese yeah. uh, uh, McDonald's toy. It was it like it was like a month ago. It was a chicken nugget oh. that you could play Tetris on. Yeah, That's insane. Really? Like, re- remember they did that for thirteen dollars? They did stuff like that with uh, uh, Sonic. They had little Sonic like a uh, like yeah. Tiger Electronics. Things, oh yeah, anything yeah, yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's Nintendo themed. I would run to to McDonald's. Um, yeah, that's fun. Or the, I think. What uh, about the Grimace Game Boy game? Did you play that? If they hey, if they gave out cartridges, I would run to McDonald's. But yes, I did. <laughs> yeah. I did play that. I I I put I put that on my Game Boy like immediately. I'm just wondering when. I'm just wondering when Olive Garden will give us Mario spaghetti. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, 100. I mean, didn't like I don't, I don't know if they're allowed to do that. They're they're tied to uh to Sonic now. Then the Olive Garden. Olive Garden. Like, Olive Garden. Yeah, in the oh, Sonic, yeah. In the Sonic the, the movie. movie. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. You're right. You're right. They can't do that. That's messed up. They really <laughs> threw away their relationship with Mario just for that. Yeah. Yeah. Just for that gag. Yeah. <laughs> Fazoli's it is. You know. That, why? How come Sonic didn't do a Sonic thing? That Sega needs to buy that chain. They did. Mm-hmm. They did did a collab at least once. They need to do well, it more. If 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 from what I've heard is right, like the whole Olive Garden bit, like came in at the very last minute. It showed. So funny. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know why people act like the uh, the Sonic movies are that good. They're like fine. Fun. It, I it's watch be- the second it's one. because video game movies have been so bad for yeah. so long, and we were mm-hmm. everyone was expecting this to be horrible, especially after the first design of Sonic, mm-hmm. and it was a lot better than bad. Yeah, true. It was it was basically your perfect middle of the road. This is a movie. Yeah. I had mm-hmm. some fun. Yep. That's <laughs> fair. Yep. And I like Sonic, so I liked it. That's, that's really- why I don't <laughs> yeah, really I mean, that like it because sure. it doesn't feel like they cared about Sonic at all. <laughs> like the stuff. Like there was, there was a lot. Of I think the second movie did a better job. Them. 
I think, I've never seen the second movie, to be honest. I think the second movie did a better job at using Sonic things to make the plot. But in the yeah, first movie, they like made up MacGuffins and it's like, yo, there's there's direct analogs to this thing that already exists in the Sonic world. Well, I, I was <laughs> I was surprised about that they were in Kenya's in the first like 30 seconds of the movie. Mm. And Are then you- the, and then isn't his dad now in the first no. movie? It is yeah is 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 uh is his, like that owl his guy adopt, from his the adopted mom OBA. Yeah, is, yeah yeah it's stupid and then it's a lot of like weird lore <laughs> shit that they pulled from and I was like oh I'm surprised they did that mm. it's I mean I mean the thing is it's like Sonic was just so okay and then the second one was just built upon what was there uh-huh. and um. Where am I going with this? <laughs> oh God! I agree. With I just whatever you're gonna say. Whatever you were about to say, this, I'm down. I yeah, think well, you were gonna say, "Why do they call it oven when you oven the hot food of out hot eat the food?" True. <laughs> you know? I, all that I know is that you, uh, for what it's worth, <laughs> watching watching Sonic uh, with my friend and co-host Bridget is a mm-hmm. delight because she loves Sonic so much that by the end of the movie she's crying on the floor <laughs> but just how happy she is about it that's good i'm happy what for a time. Yeah. It, it's it's good for bridget and that's exciting mm-hmm. news <laughs> yeah speaking of, of uh smash characters mega man asked who was your favorite directly to you guest uh i'll just take those honors now thanks team um it was all of them Every single one. I mean, we're um, right but here. in all seriousness, I mean, we're yeah. right. answer it. <laughs> See, the thing is, um, the real question. Mm-hmm. The, the thing is, like, Go I would it. have Bob on a lot more, but ever since that meme became a thing, where the, the guy that me and Bob both know, uh, mm-hmm. where it's like, come on, podcast. You know that meme. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You know that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You can say it. it we're not hiding it. <laughs> I don't want to talk about this dude. <laughs> Um, okay. <laughs> I was like, nope, nope, I'm making it a point to not. And plus, I just know there's a mm-hmm. lot of people that do that, like mm-hmm. with Bob specifically, that I just don't want to make it about that. Like, it, it, for me, having people on the podcast has always been an extension of like, just wanting to hang out, you know, I don't really care mm-hmm. about the cloud side yes. of it. Um, so to make it easier to not even have to deal with that, <laughs> I just was like, all right, nope. And Dan, it's super easy to have on because it, it, it's easy to make bits and a meme and stuff like that. Him being on in the first place is usually a bit in a meme because it's like, all right, it's the special episodes. It's the fifties. <laughs> so we got to have Dan. If it's on. a 50, I'm there. Like, yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, so I would, the I mean, 50. that's why they're on the, the last episode. Cause I think that they're both super consistent, mm-hmm. easy guests to have. And we could just, we did it, Bob. A, We're the best. Sh- make a show the out easy of easy guys. <laughs> <laughs> easy in a good way like easy in the sense that like yeah, we don't have to like said it. yeah yeah, yeah, yeah how i fine. said i don't think how i said it was bad um but just in the sense that like coming into this if we had like a different guest uh to make this show feel good and natural we would have to do a lot more work in like planning i, I get it but for uh, you guys, it's it. like we added topics that we didn't talk about before. They weren't on the run of show and it just works, you know? Um, so I think that that's good. Um, mm-hmm. Secondarily, I think the Thrill House episode was fun. I think Kevin mm-hmm. episode is cool. Um, mm-hmm. what, are, what are other good shows? Having Mega Man, having Mark yeah, on. Yeah, yep, yep, yep. All sorts of people. Yeah. Good times. 
I wish we could have had Xeon um, on more too. Yeah. I mean, I the nice thing is now that we're in theory doing, you know, things whenever they happen, mm -hmm. we probably can, you know, It'd be we'll easier have more to flexibility have since, and just yeah, 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 see if we can just be like, hey, you want to join and talk about this thing? Right. So, yeah, should be fun. Um, Mega Man's actual question also was, in all seriousness, what's the most strangest combination of food you've ever eaten together that surprised you? I guess by being good. No. Uh, thank I need to ponder on this. I think I've said yeah. this one on here before, because um, I feel like we might have gotten this question before, but it still was surprising to me. I had a hot dog and put horseradish on it and put peanut butter on it, and it should have been terrible by all accounts, but that turned out really, really good. Whoa. Yep. Now That's you know. fucked up. It's <laughs> <laughs> fucked up, dude. What can I say? Man, I can't, oh, I can't think of it. I anything. got one. Mm -hmm. I got one. There's this restaurant in Manhattan called No, No, No. It's a Japanese restaurant. And they have a sushi roll that's like, you know, a special roll with like tuna and salmon on it. And then they put Parmesan cheese on top. And you know what? Mm -hmm. Pretty goddamn good. <laughs> that, All right. that is surprising. surprisingly. Oh, and pesto. It's Parmesan and pesto on Parmesan top. Parmesan and of, pesto? Yes, on top of a tuna salmon roll thing and it is I, actually oh. surprisingly good that sounds no one else i was with thought it was any good <laughs> <laughs> but i, I want to try for what it's worth yeah i don't I'm, think that i go go for it dan uh, i can't think of anything like really weird i do know like my you know how every person has like that weird food that everyone judges them for uh, -huh. mm -hmm, mm -hmm. uh my specific one was we we grew up with uh get it, it was checks and then my grandma would melt like uh a tablespoon or two of butter and worcestershire sauce and just dump it all over it man what the fuck <laughs> and, that, and that is why I butter and, and i was like that's kind of weird but not crazy and then you, you i'm saying like muddy buddies or something and then yeah i'm like ah man yeah. all right that's i mean is it kind of like checks mix like the salty checks that, mix that's the idea right is you're okay. just making checks mix but for your breakfast <laughs> How do you discover for this? breakfast? I have so I, you know honestly that's, I have no that's idea. a great depression food. <laughs> <laughs> that's yeah. why that that's why you know about that. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> that's true. It's the it's the Simpsons episode where the only thing he has left is like cloves in the house or whatever, and he's trying to get uh, overweight to whatever that episode. Yeah. So, so basically, <laughs> this is just a long way for me to say I take cholesterol pills now, and I don't know why. <laughs> Fair enough. Couldn't imagine. Um, I can't think of a combination thing, but I was surprised. I went to Hawaii when I was like 10 and I had an alligator and that was good, which was weird. Mm. I don't know why like, specifically it's like in Hawaii. Tough chicken. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah. I had uh, I had uh, like alligator nuggets when I went through Louisiana once. Yeah. I had shark once we uh my mom grew up in australia and so we went there when i was like five for a little bit and i was very proud to be able to come back and say that i bit a shark <laughs> oh my god so, you're already making dad are. jokes even then yeah even then i think we're gonna take a pause because dan has to go and i've got to go put my daughter to bed um and so we're gonna do Be those things um all right dan <laughs> do your plug <laughs> 
Uh, okay, uh, at that cyber guy uh, on Twitter, uh, on Thread, Instagram, on whatever uh, <laughs> Thread, Instagram, uh, <laughs> that cyber stuff. channel, that cyber channel on YouTube. Uh, go watch Game Theory and Film Theory this week because I voiced it. Okay, bye. Nice. <laughs> Later, Dan. <laughs> okay. Bye, guys. Good to talk Damn. to you. Hey, we're back. Mm -hmm. hey. <laughs> Q hey, how you doing? <laughs> um, cool. All right. Next question. So M Skelton asked for the final weekly episode. I must ask the question. Would you rather have unlimited bacon and God no games or unlimited games? God but damn no it. bacon, I assume is what it's meant to be. It says unlimited games, but no games. No, 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 no. He wrote oh. it exactly yeah, that's how it's how supposed it to be read. <laughs> Read again. <laughs> unlimited bacon, but no games, or unlimited games, but no games. Everyone knows the answer very clearly. Cut question with zero tomfoolery. Um, you might have to hear it again, AJ. I don't the, know. Uh, the you, second you might, one. You might need it one more time. I don't need unlimited bacon. I don't even like having that much bacon <laughs> normally. Are you okay with no the, unlimited no games? games no games. I don't That's get games either want. way. I don't know. So it <laughs> doesn't matter what mm -hmm. I pick. Mm. So I get, wait, can I sell the bacon? <laughs> that I was about to say, you could might, you trade you it in for games? You have to pivot <laughs> to a bacon to channel? A bacon guy. Yeah. If it's unlimited games, but no games, does that mean I can't talk about games? Does that mean I can't oh, you play? Don't, I, I don't know what you don't understand. Is the no <laughs> games the also question. universal? Or <laughs> <laughs> I don't know either. Yeah, I can't imagine. No, it's games, no games, games but no games. No games for yeah, me. No games for the world. Mm -hmm. Does that yes. mean? Are, are we yes. changing the definion of games per mm. uh, iteration like of it being deal? said? Like, is it no video games, but like you, you, you're all business? You know what I mean? Like, are no? See everything you just said. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Then the first one. I mean the second one. I don't I don't need bacon. Unless I can sell it. If I can sell the unlimited bacon, I'm taking that mm -hmm. one. I gotta be honest, I don't really love bacon either. Like I'll have it if it's there, yeah. if it's yeah. in the sandwich, I'm uh -huh. fine. But like I don't it, it doesn't I don't think it's like making things that much better, you know? Yeah. Mm -hmm. When I was younger, I hated bacon. Because yep. oh, one time oh, when I, I was had, younger, I wanted no, bacon on everything. I, I hated it because I had like a sandwich and it had bacon on it. And I don't know what was up with that sandwich, but it was not good. And I threw it up. And then I was like, I'm never eating bacon again. And then I got older <laughs> and I was like, bacon's fine. I don't need it, but mm -hmm. it's fine. You know, so now one it's like. One time, <laughs> I, I used to get, I used to have a little, a little special morning where I would have like a mm. bacon, egg, and cheese in, in Penn Station when I was on my way to work. And one time I got a bacon, egg, and cheese and the bacon was so goddamn hard. It felt like plastic in the, in the sandwich. So then I just stopped getting bacon, egg, and cheese and I either get sausage or I just mm -hmm. don't have bacon at all. That's the thing. I typically will get a sausage, egg, and cheese because on the flip side, you can get bacon where it's just like floppy, yeah. super yeah. thin, whatever. Yeah. And that's not fun either. So like it's too much of a risk. I feel like a lot of times if it's bacon on like a burger or something, I, a, I am cheap, so I'm just not going to bother <laughs> is what it is. Um, but also like it's, uh, you know, sure. Probably it'll be a fine kind of bacon, but like what people do for breakfast bacon is really hit or miss anyway, in terms of like fast food sandwiches, kind of something or other. So if it's there, yeah. I'm fine, but I don't need it. Yeah. yeah. For me, it depends. So my, mm -hmm. my, but my answer though is is 
unlimited bacon because at least I get something out of it. Yep. We are starting up a little restaurant, the three of us. But you get something out of it for the other Mm -hmm. one. You get unlimited games. You know what? (laughs) Then I don't know. Then I don't know what I would do. Because the question doesn't make any fucking sense. (laughs) Uh, mm Mm-hmm. So there it is. Uh, Next question. Fish the Collector asked, when will Nintendo reveal their new multiplayer and online system? And what are your expectations for it? Also, I'll be right back. Talk and I will return. Um, I I don't think they're gonna release something. (laughs) I think it'll be a very, very slow rollout. Like kind of like what they've been doing. I think it's going to just be like, it's Switch Online again. And it may or not be better, but I think that what better means in reality versus what people think it should mean are different things. Um, I, I think the next console will have newer features yeah. to switch online and it will right. change things up. But for the most part, like the way you add other players to like a party or something, mm-hmm. that'll be like a game by game basis and slowly changed over time. Exactly. Which is mostly what I mean. Cause I think people still, and will never not <laughs> Think of Switch Online, Xbox Live, PlayStation Network as like this weird ISP where mm-hmm. good online is universal. All you got to do is be on this service and everything's figured out for you and not a developer side thing, which is even mm-hmm. true for that, where where we look at something like um, invites and, and that sort of stuff like Yes, they are universal on those other platforms, but they're universal on those other platforms because it's mandated that they use that feature. It's not a thing that just automatically happens. The developer still has to put that in their game. I think that they're universally better on the other platforms. And on Nintendo, it's (laughs) bad. They're mandated the developers are mandated to use to include the party systems and stuff. Yes. Like they're they can't have their own uh version of that on Xbox Live or PlayStation Network in terms of like I, inviting people and stuff like that. They have to code in the ability to invite people through PlayStation Network and Xbox Live. Versus I mean they have they have it in the games if it's uh cross gen or cr- cross yeah. platform. Right. But on Switch, the developers have the option to put in invites like in smash brothers right Right. you can't invite people on smash brothers but switch online itself supports that feature there just isn't that many games that that use it (laughs) like even though they could they just don't implement it because it's not required i've never heard that it's mandated on other platforms i just thought it was good on the other platform <laughs> so it was just easier for developers to I'm pretty use sure what's it, already there and already good yeah i'm pretty sure it's required that you have to use that their version of the thing versus mm-hmm. just being like oh i'm just gonna click on to the thing and the same way that well, like regardless on the switch it's so bad that no developer <laughs> wants to use it except for nintendo right yeah but yeah, I mean, it seems like overall, it's also just kind of as as far as it being like good across the board or bad across the board on the Nintendo side is like it's similar to, you know, Pokemon Scarlet and Violet versus Tears of the Kingdom kind of thing yes. where like one of those looks way better than the other. They're on the same hardware and it's it's just a case by case basis kind of thing. So like yeah. you can make it good or you can not. But like that's just going to be up to development teams and, you know, the game and 
stuff. Yep. Um, I think the second, you know, the second half of that, which you just maybe talked about for the second that I stepped away, is as far as not the like network connectivity side, but the mm-hmm. online system as far as Nintendo Switch Online. Yeah, that's what we, we like started with. Whereas, okay, like, yeah. So like that's, that, like that's, that's just not what, carrying like, over the, the 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 functionality and the features and stuff like that is what Nintendo Switch Online actually means mm-hmm. is like the features yeah like how online works like, is like having games and mm-hmm. stuff and yeah. i mean like uh yeah like your game, cloud uh, saves or the, like, yeah you know, mm-hmm. that sort of stuff yeah i think it would be which fine. is neat because that also means like you know there's so i mean the the pace at which n64 games are coming out is like we're going to be here for a long long time yep. but if they are continuing that and we assume that they're going to keep adding stuff to it then like eventually they'll have to get to some newer consoles and stuff down the road mm. probably and that's a nice little thing you think they're going to? We're going to. Is that what you think they're asking? They're asking uh, the next. Oh, like, I feel like that's like all kind of part of the same thing, mm-hmm. right? Because the next kind one of. is GameCube, and I don't think that's happening for a long time. Yeah. I mean, yeah, not I think for a long they might time. Because they were talking about doing GameCube last gen. <laughs> I remember somebody. <laughs> I think asked here's the, what I think. Uh, Reggie about we're getting that a lot of. We're getting a lot of like GameCube remasters mm, and ports yeah. kind of things right now. Yeah, exactly. I think they're trying to like clear out the backlog of like let's make as much money off it as we can, mm-hmm. and then like Link's Awakening is on Nintendo Switch Online. We got a Link's Awakening remake, mm. you know. So it's like in theory, ah, oh, people can just play it for free. But like you know, you want the better one probably. Right. So probably they're gonna get as many GameCube's games as they can just monetized and then at that point and 64 dries up and you know in a couple months because there's not that many i'm just kidding um <laughs> so n64 dries up game boy game boy advance kind of dries up and then gamecube shows up in like i don't know four years or something but eventually probably i we shall see we shall see uh mike mick i always get it backwards <laughs> mike mick i'm pretty sure said what's coming back first Earthbound or F Zero? Earthbound, for sure. I, I I'd say F Zero. Coming back in what way? That's also true. <laughs> I think we'll get a Mother Three before we get a new. Yeah, that's what uh, I mean. Uh, F Zero. I think we're going to get some okay. sort of release from Earthbound before we get some sort of release from F Zero. Well, so but what's the thing? So not including. Switch online stuff, right? Just like I think even new thing that you can pay. I, well, because at that point I, I we've got both Mother, of those. We don't have Mother Three yet, so like, and we had the Game Boy Advance sure, on I mean, Switch could, online. I could see yeah. F Zero GX. Is that the GameCube one? Like, I could yeah, see yeah. that being re released in some capacity before yes. like a Mother Three. But Agreed. that would be not nearly as exciting as Mother Three. <laughs> yeah. Like Mother true. Three, I think is the same level as having a full on release from F Zero. Mm-hmm. Mm. I think Earthbound has like there's fewer games to be able to do something with. So I mean, really, it's just like it's, it's Mother, Mother Three. 3. Like, yeah. and if if the complications around Mother Three exist the way that people say that they do or whatever, you know, behind the scenes, then mm, you know that's something to be figured out one way or another. Whereas yeah. F Zero is like, you know, they could put out F Zero Maximum Velocity or whatever the the Game Boy Advance one on the Game Boy Advance. Or again, yeah, I think in terms of getting the backlog of GameCube stuff out, I feel like a remaster of F-Zero GX is pretty 
easy one to just do at some point, kind of mm-hmm. get the name back out there. But again, going I back to our earlier the, conversation, uh, is that that beneficial? Uh, exactly. I don't, I don't that's why I think that, like for me personally, I don't, I, I don't really care about what sounds easier or not because that doesn't seem like that is actually what stops Nintendo from doing things. It's sure. usually like how much will people buy this thing and or care and i think I mean, way less people will buy and or care about f-zero than mother three you say that but then also um what's the came out 2021 i think um the game by mages uh why am i not remembering it's called whatever Go- it's Untitled uh, goose game yeah <laughs> Thank you so much. That's the one. Um, I'll remember what it's called in a little bit. But it's a visual novel, like a Nintendo first party visual oh, novel. Oh, the that Famicom I'm the name detective of. thing or whatever. Yes. That, yeah, yeah. yeah, exactly. Like that's one like that feels even more niche than F-Zero. Obviously, it's also yeah, but I don't think it was hard. But, you know? Yeah, but that's what I was saying, too, is I mean, you were it, saying it that like easy isn't the main the thing. Yeah. I'm saying more so easy is not the main thing in the sense that they will prioritize doing something that they actively have not wanted to do versus another thing that they haven't done because it's hard to do and they didn't want to do it you know like Mm -hmm. if they could find a way to do both of these things they would prioritize doing mother over doing f-zero because f-zero wouldn't be as worth as much to them yeah they care a lot more about their image yeah Mm -hmm. yeah the only the last caveat I'd give because I mean generally I, I agree the only caveat I'd give is it feels like there's more potential momentum somewhat pun intended from f-zero then it it just in that like they could make if they wanted to they could make another f-zero game and they they could make a new mother game but there's like all this stuff with a toy and blah 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 whatever like it seems like that's less you know it it's harder for it to build towards something than f-zero they could decide to make a new game and build it towards something if they wanted to um whereas mother just feels like it's lower down on that list of like working towards something else mother feels almost like a super mario rpg situation where like we've heard for so long that it's impossible and we'll never get Mm -hmm. that because the rights dealer and you know like (laughs) that sort of stuff right but we're not on the inside we don't know how hard or easy those things actually end up being (laughs) we just Mm -hmm. know how we've heard that it's like impossible and i think with enough money or attention you can get anything <laughs> yeah. done look at smash ultimate you know like yeah. people said it was impossible to get sora people said it was impossible to get minecraft steve <laughs> you know like all <laughs> these characters that got dlc and, and me and bob made that video like the oh it'd be cool if these characters came in mostly all of them that i said that were that people were like this mm-hmm. they would never do that they did <laughs> so i think like if if they want to do it yeah. they can do it yeah, it's just for sure. a question of if they want to, I think, personally. Mm-hmm. Good thoughts. Uh, Let asks, firstly, thanks for all the podcasts. They've been fun to catch every weekend. Thanks for thanks. listening. You're welcome or something. Yeah. <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. Um, second, what do you most enjoy about working together? Parker is, again, similar situation, easy to work with, but also it's like, I work better when I'm working with somebody else because it keeps me motivated to be like, 
Um, like see what part like Parker made that the last video. I'm like, this video is really cool. I like working on this thing. I want to make something cool like that. And you know, and it like it snowballs in that way. Um, where it's like, man, I gotta make something as cool as that. <laughs> and then it, like <laughs> that brings better ideas and stuff like that. Yeah. I think I enjoy I get in my head a lot about a lot of things. And so it's nice to work with people that like AJ that are more down to earth about stuff to where he could just be like don't worry about that. That's fine. Um, but also like, you know, I feel like our creativity things are in similar kinds of directions. And mm -hmm. so it's fun to kind of piggyback off each other in that regard. Yeah. Um, I think so, that yeah. we agree on all the right stuff, but are different in a, in a way that works, especially for something like the podcast, right? Like, um, not to like shade him necessarily, but Logan, right? <laughs> um, where <laughs> things would get brought up on the podcast and we'll be talking about something. I'm like, yeah, this thing. And then Logan be like, yep. I'm like, all right, so next thing, <laughs> but you, you'll be like, yeah, and this, or hey, I don't know about that, but what about this? You know, so like conversation yes, naturally moves. Like, like yes, exactly, yeah. exactly. <laughs> um, and plus, I, I think that we, we um, like with our interests, just naturally we serve a wider you know like audience and mm -hmm. then i would buy myself right because i'm into like usually games that i'm like super into or like more multiplayer focused competitive that sort of stuff and you're mm -hmm. on the other end of that <laughs> so it's easy to be like okay yeah. this game's coming out that i don't really care about but i know our audience probably does so like i can like give my two cents on it and talk about like what i do think about it but you can give a much more like involved um in tune with how they feel perspective on whatever that thing is and a similar style to how i would do it if i did care you know so like <laughs> balance each other out in that way too yep it's been very fun yeah i've just realized about myself in general that like as far as working together with people like i i don't get things done if i'm just working by myself because i just kind of who cares at the end of the day, you know, it's like it's fun to make things that other people see. But I just I don't have a, like enough ego, <laughs> not mm. in the like bad sense, but just like yeah. ego id kind of whatever stuff like I halfway through the thing. I'm like, but I could just I could just keep the thought to myself who who cares that much. <laughs> but it's more fun to just be like, you know, making it for for AJ by all intents and purposes. And then, you know, um, Mm. by proxy also for other people so yeah it's like the whole vlog brothers nice. things like how they started and like bob and will like you were making your videos mm -hmm. for will basically so. yeah i was mm -hmm. i i pretended like i was talking to him mm -hmm. um <laughs> but yeah no there there does take a lot of ego for you to be able to put something out there on the internet you have mm -hmm. or a little bit of narcissism to be like yeah everybody <laughs> should have to hear this right. you know uh -huh. so like it uh, definitely helps to pretend like you're talking to one person instead yeah. of mm. a whole group especially towards the beginning i think that's that a, like at mm, this point yeah, that's a good thought i think at this point i could do it by myself if i had to because there are people that want it actively so it's not like this mm -hmm. thing that i'm assuming where it's like uh, people sure, care yeah. about what i have to say i can point to <laughs> i can put names and faces to people that do at this point but starting it yeah. was easier to be like i can make this for logan and later <laughs> i can make this for parker and then it, like it's this back and forth thing you know mm -hmm. the thing that makes it the thing that keeps the narcissism in check is that you know that there's people mm -hmm. who don't want to hear what you yeah. say. Yep. <laughs> Uh -huh. <laughs> you know that that exists too yep mm -hmm. exactly 
And that is so much louder. Like, yeah, the not this last video that I made, but the one before it. Like when we went through all the comments or not through all the, but when we talk, responded to some comments on the um, Patreon podcast, in my mind, it was like 50-50. People <laughs> agreed with it. And like, we're like, that's the stupidest thing I've ever heard. And the split was definitely like 95 oh, yeah. to 5. I remember you talking like to me that. about See, I and think, it just was I like, oh, and I don't, I don't know if like in this regard, it's necessarily narcissism, but that isn't the case for me. Like, especially for stuff mm-hmm. that you do. Like, cause you'll come to me and you'll be like, man, people really don't like this thing. I'm like, what are you talking, what are you talking about? <laughs> it's like 0.3% dislikes or something uh-huh. like that. That's you know? the thing that's, is that, yeah, the <laughs> one that that says something will stick with you right. and it feels like mm-hmm. it's like blown out of proportion. So mm-hmm. I yep. just don't look it's anymore. Espe- <laughs> it's especially like once there's, once there's a enough comments first that agree and are like, Oh, that's a really good point. Yeah. I never thought about it though. And it does totally whatever. Then at that point I'm like, Oh, yeah, I am, I am kind but of right I, about this. And I then somebody that, knocking it down is like, Ugh. I think that that's just as dangerous, though. Having, yes. yeah. having oh, agreed. a lot of people yeah. agreeing with you is also yep. not necessarily a good thing because right. you don't know why they're agreeing with you. Maybe you mm-hmm. are legitimately saying something that's agreeable, but. There's also could, the possibility just they're just doing that because they just like you, yeah, you know. So too. you don't know if you're mm-hmm. getting real good feedback. So right. that's another reason mm-hmm. to just not look. Yeah, <laughs> uh-huh. say what you want to say and then close your eyes. That also <laughs> is something for me that's like frustrating. I don't like that side of it when people are just like, "Yeah, this is great," because <laughs> like mm-hmm. I like I like like reach out for feedback from like viewers or something. I'm like, "Yo, what do you think of this?" Or I, I'm thinking about changing this, and they're like, "Yeah, perfect." I'm like it can't it can't be perfect like there has to be something wrong with it it's like, not constructive yeah like i need yeah. to i need to be like ah like even if it's just like i think that color looks bad i think you should try this one that's why like when i do want to make a change like that i usually reach out to bob because i can expect him to be like i think this what this part of it's bad <laughs> fix that this is good but this part's bad so change that I'm like, okay <laughs> good I can work with. Well, that. if you're asking for feedback, you gotta something needs to yeah. be given. You know? Exactly, mm-hmm. exactly. Because yeah. even if, if it's a positive, like I like this for this reason, right? Because you know? mm-hmm. then that helps me understand, like either if I need to change something, if I'm going in the right day. Because even if it's a positive thing, and you're like, I like this for this reason, and it wasn't what I was going for, then it could be like, okay, well, I gotta change this because he got a different impression than what I was trying to give. You know. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I so remember yeah. I was I was in college and we were uh, doing like a roundtable critique of everybody's work. Uh, we made I don't know everybody made like posters. I don't remember what it was, mm-hmm. but this one kid was it was so light years better than everybody else's stuff. It was mm-hmm. just so good. And we had, were going around the room critiquing everybody's stuff, and we got to his, and everyone was like, "This is amazing. There's nothing we could change." And then we went around, and everybody's like, "No, it's incredible." And then the teacher well, on the fifth person, the teacher was like, "Guys." That this isn't helpful at all. Mm-hmm. You guys got to say something bad about his stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, even no if it's not it. like an execution thing, it could just be you mm-hmm. personally, or like I think that this would have been better if you made it green. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. <laughs> it ended up being stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. I was listening mm-hmm. to somebody. I forgot who, but uh, I was listening to somebody recently, and they said that uh, when somebody has a critique, oh, it was about writing. When somebody has a critique about like your story. If I was about like, I don't know, writing like screenplays or something. Mm-hmm. If somebody has a critique, uh, they're, they're right. Mm-hmm. But then they come out with their own solution. They're mm-hmm. not right about the solution. Yeah. Mm. So they, they're right that there's a problem, 
they're never right about what the solution is. So <laughs> the second they start giving you a solution, just ignore them. Yeah. That's what he was saying about <laughs> screenplays. Yep. And there's some truth to that for other things. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I completely agree with that. Because I think there's a lot of times when people will see the end result of something, like an edit or whatever, right? And mm-hmm. like, say like a color's off or so, like some footage is messed up in some way. And they're like, this is broken. And I'm like, yeah, trust me, I know. I spent 20 hours editing it, you know? (laughs) Like, but, you know, like certain things can be fixed in in the way that you think they can as easily as they can. Um, So, yeah, like, that's definitely true. Mm -hmm. So, you put a lot of time into something, eventually things are going to break. Eventually, things, you know, it's never going to be perfect because you're always trying to make it better. You're going to have to have, so Mm -hmm. you're going to have to take some lumps. Yep. That's the truth. Mm -hmm. Good thoughts. Um, all right. Next question. RP asked, what is the best any Zelda game ever made besides Breath of the Wild and Tears of the Kingdom? And explain why it's Ocarina of Time. Oh, LOL. Also, I thank you, AJ. Same. I hate RP. Same. <laughs> uh, it's not Ocarina of Time. I can tell you that. I think that it is probably a link between worlds. I was going to say that uh, uh, my favorite is A Link to the Past, uh, but um, I haven't played Link Between Worlds and I'd like to. So I think A Link Between Worlds is just more in line with what makes Breath of the Wild good, where it gives you less arbitrary walls that are just like, "Ah, we don't know how to like present conflict outside of just (laughs) sequencing things so and sequence you know um and a link between worlds you have the whole thing where it's like you can go to the the rabbit man that looks like nabbit but isn't nabbit Mm -hmm. um Mm -hmm. and be like yo i want to go to the place that needs the hammer give me the hammer here's 40 rupees (laughs) and then you go to the place and you could do whatever you want in whatever order you want and it, it it just makes sense in that regard outside of that it's pretty much linked to the past with the like going on in the wall gimmick which is cool too but like mm-hmm. it's just linked to the past but better with a with a, a mechanic that you can take or leave depending on if you care about the gimmick or not <laughs> so i think i think that yeah. one yeah what do you think parker hard to say um i've played various different Zelda games at various points in my life. And so at those points, like when I played Twilight Princess, I had a great time playing Twilight Princess. Um, I wouldn't have as great a time playing Twilight Princess now. So like subjectively hard. I mean, and similarly for Ocarina of Time. And I went back and played like some of that when it came on uh, Nintendo Switch Online and stuff like that. So I'd say probably... I'm, I'll just say Link's Awakening just for the fun of it. Because that was like probably, I think my first Zelda game. I think I played the it Game Boy Ocarina one time. still or the... I mean, probably the Switch one for just like ease of access or whatever. Mm-hmm. I don't think it's necessarily the right answer. I'm just saying it just goes. But a link to the past, otherwise, probably too. So mm-hmm. it's Zelda two. That's the one. <laughs> um, side yeah, scrollers. Uh, I like side scrollers. I probably yeah, like there you, go. <laughs> you would probably hate Zelda two. <laughs> Yeah, probably. (laughs) (laughs) There's a lot of that. I don't know if that still happens as much because you don't play video games anymore, unless it's on your Steam Deck, I guess. Um, But people like for two seconds. Yeah, exactly. You should you should play this like Xenoblade. Xenoblade was the biggest one where people were like, "Yo, Bob would love Xenoblade." I'm like, "No, he would hate that game." No, there's no world I would ever like that game. And you guys Uh would be pissed because like it's exclusively people that want you to play it because they think you're gonna love it, Mm -hmm. and the whole stream is just gonna be like you talking about how bad it is. So like it's like uh, you know you don't want that. Mm-hmm. 
<laughs> so yeah, uh, yep. Any Zelda game that's 3D that's not uh, Breath of the Wild or Tears of the Kingdom, uh, Wind Waker to a lesser extent. But I think I'm I'm suspecting that if I play it again more recently, I'm going to find reasons for it for it to not deserve that. Um, but we'll see <laughs> if they mm-hmm. afford it. Yeah. Right. Um, next up, Alec asked, "What's a what normal everyday food would you feed someone you hate?" <laughs> oh, mm. uh, who define, do I hate? D- define normal everyday food. Because mm. there's normal everyday, like there's food that people eat that's like not like this. For like at one point in time, liver was normal food. Yeah, right. You know, uh huh. And if that counts as normal everyday food, I guess that. I mean, we went, we uh, we tried to get burgers uh, around 4th of July and they were just closed, I guess, for holidays or whatever, um, from a place that had liver and gizzard on the menu. Which, I mean, you you live in the South, too, so I think yes, that liver is probably more, more normal there, too. Um, do they got a nut like allergy? Like hot dogs, a peanut butter and horseradish. Do they got a nut allergy? I mean, yeah, true, there you go. Are they allergic to anything? Probably something related to that, I guess. I'd say... We'll say spam. Spam's just gross. How much do I hate this person? Spam can be good. Alec was talking about if spam. just in, spam, in old then people, no. <laughs> they had, I yeah, think also, of something that's like yeah. deceivingly... Uh, mm. Gross? Gross. Yeah, like... Uh, like fucking... Like almond butter or something. <laughs> like, oh, I just want peanut butter, man. Why has it got to be weird? <laughs> you know? Uh-huh. You ever get the this, oh, uh, uh-huh. like make them? Uh, I don't know, you know, coffee or whatever, but like put Splenda in it or something. To me, uh, death is what I say to that. <laughs> coffee, but it's like it's like store brand, like instant, <laughs> you know, like there something like that. Mm-hmm. I forgot what I was Alex said evil. There you oh, go. Uh, so I don't know if you've seen this. He's, I mean, he's a regular on both of our chats. Edward, Edward Bova. Oh yes. He, has he how, ever? How, go- how many characters is this question? Uh, it's not that many compared to him usually. Um, but no, this isn't a question for him. This is a question for me based on him related to the uh, the question that we just answered. Um, okay. Have you ever seen his vegan diatribe? No, I didn't. This know. man hates vegans. Hates them. Really? With a passion. Let's get into it. It's it's fiery. It's fiery passion. He was like talking about vegan uh, vegan food or something like that. And he was like, I don't like vegans because vegans hate people that eat meat and want them to all not be able to ever eat meat again. And that's not right. And I'm like, I don't know. I don't know if that's true, man. I think that that's probably <laughs> true for some of them. <laughs> but I think most people just don't care what you eat. <laughs> Uh, we got to get him to watch a Willow stream. Willow Davis. Yeah. Yeah. Big time vegan. Yep. I also don't like vegan food uh, yeah, until sure, you have, sure until you, you have don't. good vegan food. And then you're like, wait a minute, something's going on here. <laughs> but yeah, no, that, I had vegan mayonnaise that. once and that was, that was the worst thing. Like mayonnaise. So that sounds good. I, <laughs> wait what <laughs> i mean i also don't really like mayonnaise and it was worse than no that, i understand so. that oh i understand uh, that um yeah but why does it sound good 
Because it's mayonnaise without the like egg and shit. That but makes you it like egg. Gross. I like egg, but don't make it watery and and white and put it all over. Everything. You know, like yeah, yeah, yeah. I want egg in egg form. I don't need it. I don't need the worst part of the. Like, it's with your it's unlimited like the bacon. Farty you know? taste in egg Ew. in a in a sauce. Like I don't need that. Mayonnaise. That's not why I like eggs. Mm-hmm. Fair enough. So there it is. Um, I just I realized I missed two questions from Twitter, so I put them in here real quick. Um, Ibrahim asked, "How important is?" To gaming culture is the third-party periphery in a market that's becoming more harsh to non-proprietary equipment. The fact that he said, so this is E, you met E, Bob, uh, mm-hmm. too many yeah, times. Yeah. Um, <laughs> the fact that he said periphery is such a, a E thing. <laughs> like, oh, we think about third-party peripherals. Rock. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we think about accessories. Mm-hmm. What do you think about the periphery in the gaming industry? Mm-hmm. You know, such a th- this is a Bob question. The metal bands is that what we're talking about? This is a Bob That's question. That's what I was thinking. <laughs> yeah, this is a Bob question. Um, I don't know how important it is. Like it, like uh, I love third-party periphery, um, <laughs> but um, I'm not sure how important it is because the first parties are doing a pretty good job. I think like, pretty the much thing, across the board. The thing that's wild is it's like I feel like recently, not super super recently, but relatively recently third parties have become a, like relevant at all. Cuz like for such a long time third party hardware mm-hmm. like as far as like controllers and stuff like that had bad yeah. a bad rep. Like you give those to the people you don't like. You know, it's like I'm using yeah. the first party controller, you got to mm-hmm. use the Mad Cats. You know what I mean? Like so And they've gotten a lot better yeah, for sure. Right. But I mean also I think just the fact that like people are so used to buying knockoff things on Amazon and stuff in general, especially mm-hmm. the casual market and whatnot that like um until AJ bought me a first party pro controller i was like i'm just gonna get yeah. one that's got pretty that's good reviews it. and it was that's 38 bucks and yeah. it was fine you know and like i could see and then and then got the real one and it's it's a lot better but still you know like <laughs> people i i feel like if I, somebody did ask me they're like hey they're looking for a second controller or whatever and not trying to break the bank and i was just like yeah that one that i got was was fine you know <laughs> so you can get that and i feel like just overall that's <sighs> That's not a bad thing. Just that now people can have multiplayer, for example, yeah. a little bit more easily in a household that you know is a little bit more strapped for cash because money sucks. For sure, I. Oh, that's a good point. That because uh, uh, first party controllers and stuff are a lot of money now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, so that makes a lot of sense. I guess it is a little important to have third party stuff, but otherwise, uh, third party stuff has been great. They've been mm-hmm. in some cases better than first party yeah, stuff, but. Right, right. Important? Like the luxury ones or whatever? I'm not sure how important sure, it is because true. first parties are doing pretty good by themselves. Yep. Yeah. And I mean, if people had, you know, if you've got three people in your household who want to play a game and there weren't third party solutions, people would just spend more money eventually, you know, maybe mm-hmm. save up a little bit yeah. more and get them. So like, it's not like it's going to change the world for that not to be the case. Yeah. But, I'm, you know, I'm nice curious how, how much that, I mean, like how that exact dynamic works for like people on average. Like I know I, I definitely like, obviously there's people that are like, I don't want to spend that much on a controller. I'm going to get the third party thing. But I know even me, like I know about this stuff and I know that it's relatively good now. <laughs> the Like the front of my mm-hmm. mind knows that, but 
my subconscious is like, I see Parker tweet that he got this $30 controller that I never heard of. And I'm like, nah, man, I'll get you. The, I'll get you the real controller. <laughs> you know, I wonder yeah. if that's like how like consumers still are now. Cause I know that that was mm-hmm. a thing. I don't know if it's now a thing now that they are better. I, yeah, I think right. that the perceptions change, but it's hard for me to say because I've because you're so deep. <laughs> yeah, I'm very deep in it, and the people who watch me are also very deep mm-hmm. in it. So I don't know mm-hmm. what like working at GameStop if I like try to sell somebody like a Mad Cat's controller, would they freak out? Mm-hmm. You know, I I feel like I I, I want to do like just some uh, anecdotal research or whatever because I feel like you know I've got a lot of friends that are in just the very much casual market mm-hmm. and am curious what kind of that looks like for them and so i feel like probably they do have like a pro controller and then like two or three you know 30 buck ones or something mm-hmm. where they don't need nfc readers and they don't need probably even gyro or something yeah i mean when i did work at gamestop i remember uh we had like these like ten dollar like jelly like xbox controllers and people would come in and be like what do you got that's like cheap and i'm like here you go and they're like oh let me buy four of them fuck it <laughs> so yeah i guess mark fun. said i was just remembering how somebody loved a third-party gamecube controller with a fan in it and realized it was literally bomb. oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's me yeah. there you go that's me um all right two more questions irv asked or erv asked has bob always looked like dave grohl or is it the coffee might be the call fresh pots that's how they grow so there's that um last question uh last question of the weekly podcast y'all here we go uh, mark asked what is your dream merch for your channel uh i don't know i think that's going to be part of the the extra time that i have now <laughs> um figuring that <laughs> out because like i i need to find somebody to to make it <laughs> I, mm-hmm. I I need to find a, a good design because there's a few different places that we can go as far as like fulfillment like that part's not hard it's just I want a design that's good that I would buy um, like a logo mm-hmm. on a shirt like I don't want to do that though like I could do that for <laughs> sure um, but like that that I wouldn't I don't know if I would buy that if I was a viewer you know what I mean okay. um, so I'm trying to think of a, a, like or not think of a way because I, I know a way in theory it's just I need to find somebody to execute because <laughs> I don't mm-hmm. think I could. Which do that's a hard thing that. with all of it. Like mm-hmm. is you know, like you said earlier about like oh if you know if we had more money to get yeah. somebody to do for the, videos, the video. do like three D renders, or whatever. It's like mm-hmm. yeah, true, but also then it's like finding somebody that that can do them in the same way that we want to. Like for a lot of things, that feels like a a little tricky. Yeah, but yeah, yep, but. I don't know stuff that looks good that is like related, but it doesn't scream. Hey, I'm wearing YouTuber clothes, <laughs> you know, like that. That's that's all of it for me. I just want something that people will like genuinely want to wear. And it's kind of like that's that's also directly related to something we were just talking about earlier, where it's like I'll try mm-hmm. to like pull people and be like, hey, what's the type of stuff? Like, what's what are like, what's an aesthetic that you like? Like, what are the type of clothes that you like? And they're like, hey, whatever you make, I'll buy it because I like your channel. And I'm like, yeah, I get that. Mm-hmm. But I want you to want to <laughs> to wear it because it looks good, <laughs> you know, not mm-hmm. just yeah, that's because. A, you have to ask people questions framed a certain way. Like, mm-hmm. like you can't let them know that you're trying to make <laughs> clothes for your YouTube channel because mm-hmm. then they're going to try to give you answers curated towards that mm-hmm, the, right. the question is 
what do you normally wear? Where do you normally shop? And what do you buy? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's that that way. They'll say, oh, I go to H and M. I buy the regular T-shirts. And it's like, okay, let me see these T-shirts. Then you go look at the T-shirts. You're like, okay, I want to make something like this. Otherwise, if you're like, hey, I want to make T-shirts for my YouTube channel, they're gonna be mm-hmm. like, oh, you should put your. They logo start on picturing yeah. whatever things. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. And I don't want to do it because I think like yeah. no matter how much people want it to be the case, you're not gonna like grow because you have uh, your logo on, mm-hmm. on a shirt like that's a separate business right. that is a different thing you know like mm-hmm. so i want to treat it like that i want to treat it in the same way that i would like not just be like oh, i'm just gonna throw up you know like any old <laughs> footage and just talk for 30 minutes i wouldn't do that i'm gonna script the video mm-hmm. i'm gonna highly edit it i'm gonna do animations and stuff. so i want to treat another separate thing in that same way you know so like that is the through line it's like yeah, it has our like general aesthetic you know it has like our colors and stuff like that but it also has our like values in terms of like how we treat things that we put out you know mm-hmm. yeah i mean i feel like for what it's worth it is also worthwhile for part of that lineup of things to be a logo on a thing in yeah. case somebody wants to like 100 percent rep the thing you know Mm -hmm. as it is but then also like if there's other parts that are like part of things that are part of our branding that are more subtle where like people you know i don't know like the the little arrows and stuff moving around those Uh kinds of things that are part of the branding that that are more subtle that those can kind of exist as a thing where like it just looks nice but then somebody who watches the channel might be like oh that's that's a redirect thing right mm-hmm. like yeah it is so um, so and besides that like i've know. like i've said i put a lot of thought into this specifically mm-hmm. spoilers when we do that when we do when i do figure out the other part of the merch i want to do that like just the logo on the shirt logo on a hat whatever because mm-hmm. i think that that is like the the like easy entry point the like oh here's a uh, 15 20 t-shirt easy you know mm-hmm. but then have the other stuff that's like okay yeah. more thought out it costs more but it's because it costs more to make and because it is more thought out and more like i mean maybe it's the like, like i feel like we talked about this even a long time ago but it's the bits whatever bits there are so like theoretical pairs and whatnot mm-hmm. um it's those kinds of things i think you know? those will also fit in the like lower yes and like if they're just bits mm-hmm. um they would be the like cheaper like you know graphic tea kind of vibe but the mm-hmm. other stuff would be more like that would be the harder thing to find in terms of like how yeah. to make that happen and i don't want to like sporadically do it i want to like if we're going to do it i want to do it <laughs> so like, i want to mm-hmm. have that the harder part figured out so that the easy part that we're that we're just talking about can also just happen you know like that's something that you just press the button and it's like okay there we go yep um so yeah. there it is. Uh, this, this, the last part of Mark's question to close this out. Also, what podcast should I listen to while I do yard work on Saturdays now? And a big old congrats on 250 episodes. Well, I think listen to Silence and remember us. Bob has two podcasts. He has two of them. right. You got the podcast guy right here. I got mm-hmm. podcasts coming out the wazoo. Okay? I still want to be on the Nintendo podcast, by the way. So, so I didn't... I asked you if you were mm-hmm. gonna be at uh, at too many games. PAX. No, at oh, PAX oh. because I was gonna have you on with Zeon. Oh, but you should have told me that when it came. I didn't want you to feel bad. 
I didn't want you to go for that or feel bad. That's that you literally going to visit. why I didn't go because I wanted to have a reason to go. Like I, for too many games for PAX East, it's easy. So it's like I can go just to hang out, and that's fine. I don't feel bad about that. But to go to Seattle, like that's like a time and more financial investment. So I need, I feel like I need to have a reason. I think that's a good enough reason. Well, that no, no, this is PAX. <laughs> this is PAX East. Oh, well, mm -hmm. even more so. But yeah, it's a good enough reason. I would have did that. I would have did that. Just like I, I would didn't come. Want you to go just for that. That's you know, go just for an hour long. No, I would have went for the hour long thing, and that would have been like the the straw that broke the camel's back on just hanging out. You know what I mean? Okay. And the same I way understand. that that's usually Nintendo. Like when Nintendo goes to Paxies, I go to Paxies because animal crossing you know like i, I literally mm -hmm. went to pax east and my whole thing was like i want to play animal crossing because that's going to be the video that i make and that's the thing that's going to like pay for me to be there <laughs> you know um but so like recently pax east hasn't really had that so that's why i don't usually go but i would have went for that um but yeah, anyway, listen to bob's podcast uh you already know <laughs> yeah you know, do the wolf den podcast nintendo <laughs> Uh, we got enough people watching that. <laughs> <laughs> we need more people on the Wolf Den podcast. Okay. True, true. Go watch that one. Mm -hmm. I've also, been on, Twitch been streams on uh, mm -hmm. are like are basically like podcasts. Yeah, they're podcasts. True. We need to do something on Twitch. We haven't done a Twitch thing in a long time. I haven't done a Smash anything in a long time. I don't just mean Smash. We got to play. Uh, we talked about playing um, It Takes Two. We got to play something oh, like God. that. We got to play something <laughs> like that. <laughs> oh, God. It'd be hilarious. There's a, there's a, what's that game? Bread and Fred. Have you heard of that? Yeah, I heard of that. Mm -hmm. It's like, it's like basically it's getting like a, over. It's like one of those fighting games, uh, but it's like a co-op. Yeah. Like you're, you're the penguins. I've heard of that. Yeah, mm, that's cool. Yeah. But yeah, we gotta do something like that. Um, but yeah, also we have the Patreon podcast still. That still happens mm -hmm, every true. month. Oh. Mm -hmm. So you still have a podcast? Yeah, we still have mm -hmm. a podcast. It's just not as frequent, right. and it costs money. Yeah. But it's it's <laughs> you know easy entry point. You know you could, if you have Amazon Prime, that qualifies you. You can listen to it for that. You mm -hmm. got yeah. freaking YouTube member all this thing. You get all those perks and you get the podcast. So you still get your podcast fix. And plus, uh, like we said, we're still doing this show, but just when it when it uh is warranted, <laughs> mm -hmm. instead of every single week without fail but i think we're good it's true is that it that's it that's it thanks for listening to the podcast today yeah. and every other day that you did these 250 episodes subscribe to bob subscribe <laughs> to dan subscribe to us do all this stuff we don't oh have my a god thread. thanks for having me of course anytime <laughs> Make a except, thread. except never again because true. it's not <laughs> happening anymore anyway good goodbye Bye. goodbye goodbye